All right, everybody, we are live here on Todd's Couch. I'm trying to pretend this isn't a live program. It is uh, January 13th. We're watching the uh, the college football championship game, LSU versus Clemson. I got up and Todd got a little nervous. He thought I was leaving. Yeah, because you go, well, you want to you want to fire up the pot or what? And I said, yeah, and you walked away. Well, you know, I mean, Todd, I can tell you, you're, you're just kind of embracing your feminism. Oh. A, little, a, little, a little nervous, a little clingy. Jules. Maybe around this time of the month. Yeah. Your, oh, truly, your truly's are a little warm. Christ. You know, I 2019, mean, and this pod is no place for your for your jokes. Well, let me say, it yeah. looks more like 2035, you know, yeah. 75 with the Space Age microphones at Todd's. Dropped on the pot. We got a big shout out to Frank, Frank Jewelry, uh, a new father who was too busy to pot himself. That's right. Let us uh, just, they just mailed the, the mics to me. That's how Todd gets all this shit. He inherits everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's nothing in this house. Well, I certainly. As I look around, that he has bought with his own personal money. <laughs> Please. I bought everything in this house. 0%, including his cable that we're watching right now. Well, I didn't pay for the cable, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Nor should I have to. He's rebelling right now. He's, he's still throwing a tantrum because he's soon going to be off the tit. Don't even get me started. Off the teat. If. <laughs> I think you mentioned the teat last time. I did. Something about. Slowly get off the teat or something? Yeah, I, I got it on my mind. I have no idea why. It's yeah, on the brain. I know why. We're in the middle of the uh, national championship game. Yep. Halftime. Yeah, I didn't get to see most of the first half. I was following along. We got LSU up 28-17, to 17, right? Yep. Game's in New Orleans. Yes. So they, they got the home crowd. They're going to be starting with the ball in the second half. And, and Joe Burrow looks like an NFL quarterback. Yeah. And Anticipatory throws. Absolutely. And Trevor Lawrence doesn't look great. You know what they need to let him do is they need to like design more runs. It's such an advantage to have a quarterback that can run as well as him. Yeah. And yet he's only run a couple times in this first half. Well, and, and that's the modern quarterback, honestly. It's not a slug who sits back in the pocket. Almost all of them are mobile, can get out to the outside, even the white boys. I mean, Josh yeah. Allen in well, the NFL. Well, Burrow gotta... has a couple fantastic runs today. Who? Burrow. And yeah. he's not, you know, he's not like lightning fast, well, but he can move. That's who you were talking about. That's how we got here. Well, I was saying, yes, I know, but I was saying that, that Clemson needs to let Lawrence oh, roll. Oh, Lawrence. Yeah, saying. because Josh. he's only run a couple times. And it's really advantageous to have a quarterback that's as fast as him and can absorb hits like that. And they kind of saying that I was thinking about Burrow because I saw him make a couple of nice. He runs. He did make a couple of nice runs. I'm saying I think I think Clemson needs to try to get uh, Lawrence running, but uh, but Burrow looks fantastic. And you're right, it is the modern day quarterback because you got to you know if you can't extend plays uh, with your legs, you know there's a lot of fast guys coming after you. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you can get away from them for a second or two, sure. it's a huge advantage. Well, it lets your receiver, you know, get open. It yeah. allows, allows them a lot more freedom to create plays, you know, and, and it confuses the There's only so long. I don't care if you're Deion Sanders, you know, probably the best cornerback in the history of the NFL. Uh, you can only cover for so long. Yeah. There, there's only, and there are only so many moves that you can, that you can sure. stay with. You right. Know? So, yeah, I mean, if you can extend the play for even another five seconds, it's a huge well, Five seconds is a ton of time. Sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then safeties commit to one guy, leaving one-on-one somewhere else or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you can't extend a play, you're in, you're in a lot of trouble. Well, and as a matter of fact, if you look at 
all the teams that are left in the playoffs. We're going to talk about the NFL playoffs a little bit. Yep. And we've got San Francisco facing Green Bay in San Francisco. And then we've also got Tennessee facing uh, Kansas City in Kansas City. And it's not that all four of those quarterbacks run a ton, quite frankly, but all of them are able to create outside of the pocket, extend plays a little bit. Tannehill has had a revival as called here on this pod. Yes. Some of us. Yes. That was a good call. Uh, Tannehill has been outstanding. He is a free agent after the season, but they're going to they resign. Right? They're going to either franchise resign him or franchise him, one exactly. or the other. Uh, and uh, he's he's been great. He's just been great. I, I that's the game I'm really looking forward to. Well, the surprising the surprising thing is that uh, Lamar Jackson's out of the playoffs, and the Baltimore Ravens, after looking mm-hmm. almost unbeatable for most of the season, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's the second year in a row where Lamar Jackson has looked very, very ordinary in playoff football. Yeah, although it's the second year in the league also. Well, and, that, and, <laughs> and I put that on the run sheet as well because what we try not to do here is be hot take central. Right. You know, one, of the things, one, of the, uh, one of the things I had on the list as well was maybe a title for this pod, don't tell me something stupid. Yeah, I didn't uh, really get that. Don't well, tell me something stupid. Okay, because, go ahead. Because I'm sitting there and I'm listening to Ryan Leaf, who's had this crazy career resurgence after going to prison for popping pills. Obviously, Ryan Leaf, number uh, number two drafted player in the NFL draft in the same draft as Peyton Manning. There's a big debate as to who would go number one. <laughs> I believe that was 97. What? So, 96 or 97, yeah. So, so Ryan Leaf goes number two. Peyton Manning, obviously, is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, and Ryan Leaf flamed out after a few years. Ended up getting in trouble for stealing uh, pills, for breaking into people's houses. Went to jail for five years, and now he's an analyst on ESPN. It's a Disney. good. It's actually a good story, you know what I mean? Because he he really did turn himself around. He got if you remember, he got arrested for breaking into somebody's house and yep. stealing pills. Didn't I and, just say that? Yep. Well, Didn't I'm gonna I'm that? gonna follow up on it because he you know bailed himself out afterwards. Yeah. And then got arrested the next yeah, day for, for sure. breaking into somebody's house looking for pills again. Yeah. That's how bad it was. For sure. And uh, anyway. He's um, not like a kid now. He's doing really, really well. Is he? But he it, told me something really stupid. Okay, go ahead. Uh, he sits there and he says, and Dan Patrick goes, of all the quarterbacks left in the playoffs, who is the quarterback that, that you would take? Or it wasn't even that because Brady was, I think, bounced out of the playoffs at this point in time. So he's, so he's asking him about quarterbacks that he would take. And he goes, until Tom Brady retires, Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm taking him. And I'm just like, what are you, crazy? You know, he could be 60 years old and you're taking him. Yeah, you take him ahead of, uh, ahead of um, Mahomes, Mahomes who, or uh, Lamar Jackson. I go, I go Mahomes outside. over Jackson uh, right now. I don't know about career, but right now I go Mahomes yeah, over sure, Jackson. Yeah, sure. He's more advanced in terms of reading defenses. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, Yes, it certainly would not be Tom Brady anymore. And by the way, obviously Brady's great, but you just can't pass on certain guys. No, we got not to start of the uh, second half in the uh, national championship game. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be tough to get to all the agenda items because of the national championship game. Well, Todd, you really wanted to talk baseball, which is surprising. Well, it was a big day in baseball, and we'll cover it down the line as the season approaches. But the Astros got punished for cheating today. For their line stealing, I'm sorry, sign stealing technology that they used. Uh, so, do you realize what they were doing, basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. 
So they were, were they using Apple Watches? No, as no. The technology. So they they every team is allowed to have a camera in, in the outfield, sure, and you can use it to like you know as scouting and stuff like that. Well, they basically uh, wired the 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 monitor the of of that of that camera feed into like the dugout or right behind the dugout, oh, wow. and then they would they would basically figure out the signs, sure. And then right before the pitch, they'd see the sign and they'd slam a trash can with a bat. Incredible. If it was a fastball. Well, and you if, remember the Astros looked like the best hitting team in like history. Well, in, in like game six of the 2017 World Series, they beat the Dodgers in extra innings 13-12 one time. Right. They were stealing signs all fucking right. time. Right. You right. know, putting up all those runs. Sure. And uh, the World Series. Yeah. And then the next season, uh, the Red Sox beat us. Right. And they were cheating also. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 frustrating. It is what it is. Some people are saying they should revoke the championship. I don't really. That's all just symbolic to me. Right. I mean, what are you going to do? Nobody's going to erase history. Nobody's going to say that the Dodgers actually won it. And it right. wasn't one on the field. And it's just like when they took Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy away. It was basically like if you're going to give it to the next best guy, what's the point? Who's going to remember? Oh, Vince Young. That's yeah. what it was. It was Vince Young probably should. I was won. Uh, I was texting with Zach and, and Rich today, and, and Zach was saying they got off easy, and I said, you know, I don't necessarily disagree just because of what they well, you did. You have to tell the punishment. So what they got, the GM and the manager were both suspended for one season. Yeah. Consequently, they were they were additionally fired by the owner shocked about 20 minutes it. later. I'm shocked. Which was a crazy move. Um, and uh, and they they got fined five million dollars, which is the max you can right. find a team, which is wow. obviously doesn't really make any difference. Sure. And then they lose their first and second round draft picks for the next two seasons. That's no, I mean, incredible punishment, well yeah. deserved though. I mean, you win a you win a uh, World Series basically by cheating. It taints the entire World Series. It taints baseball. Uh, and you got to send this. You got to send a signal to everybody. A, a strong I mean? message because yeah. now we've got this technology, and you can't put technology back in the box. It's only gonna get better and better. It's only because here's the thing: if you're not a baseball fan, you don't understand necessarily that stealing signs is part of the fabric of the game. Yes, like, it's part of the game. You're allowed to do it without technology. Correct. It's been done since baseball's been sure. baseball. Sure. Right. But you can't use technology, and the technology is only going to get better. It's only going to get easier. I've heard about people using Apple Watches now yeah, to, I can to believe steal it. signs and, and, and basically uh, manipulate games. I feel like they just got to, like, you know, clear the dugouts like someone would do when a president stays in a hotel or something. Sure. Make sure there's no bombs or anything. Yeah. Just sweep the dugout. Wow, Todd. And, uh, you take your professional sports very seriously. Yeah, I want the... I want like the, the president's being assassinated. I want the bomb-sniffing dogs and everything. I like it. I mm-hmm. like that. No, no overkill. No overkill. Uh, so, anyway. So, yeah, it was, it was a big day. And the car, the, I'm sorry, the Red Sox are going to get in trouble next. I don't know how much worse it's going to be, but they certainly want to come down harder on, on Alex Cora. I don't know if it'll be any... Any well, worse? I mean, I, are you going to suspend him for well, two seasons? Yeah, but he, yes, I think you will because... Well, what you have to understand about Alex Cora is he was involved with both teams. Right. So basically, he did it for Houston, and then he gets hired for the Red Sox, and he does it for the Red Sox, and he's involved in championships in both teams. And guess what? Greatly to his benefit, because right after he wins a championship in Houston, he gets hired. Wins a championship in ball. Well, and gets hired as the manager. So guess how much money he's made because he was stealing signs. Yeah. Because he looks like that much better of a bench coach or a hitting coach or whatever it may be. Yeah. So for all those reasons, he should get hit hard. Yeah. 
anyway, so it actually was a big day in baseball, but we will uh, we'll focus on football here. Yeah, Todd, asking you shall receive. Okay. Trevor Lawrence just made a nice little run for about five yards. Well, there's although a fl- I think he was forced out of the pocket. There's a flag here, and and I know it wasn't a designed run though. No, definitely. Oh, okay, not. this oh, is going against sense. LSU. So I'm on Clemson on the money line. Uh, no big deal. I didn't put a lot of money on it, but eh, just to make it fun. They're sure. down by 11, though. It's not looking great. But that face mask, that's going to be, what, 15 yards? A lot of game left, too. Yep. And from what I've heard, it's a really entertaining game because Clemson, at one point in time, was up, what, 17-7? 17-7. It is a good game. LSU scored, 20, scored three straight touchdowns. Sure. You know yesterday the Chiefs scored seven consecutive touchdowns? You know yesterday <laughs> the Chiefs ran out of fireworks because they, they scored kept... so many times? <laughs> like, and they had to announce it on the... Did you just turn on the... Yeah, I turned on the time. sound a little bit. I want to see what happens. Good for you, Todd. Yeah. So, uh, because that really makes the the listeners you know of what? the pod uh, be able to tune in and concentrate. I want to watch the game. You think these space-age microphones basically are that, Chris? There's Todd, actually... You selfishly want to watch the game? Okay. Instead well, of doing your job? I'll turn it off then. You could be a patriot. I'll tell you that. Couldn't be a... Oh, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, what, what do you want to talk about then, Speaking Jules? The, the firework thing? Well, no, I mean, we can talk about no, the let's talk about the fireworks. Well, we could actually talk about those games. Okay. You know, for instance, that I left the game at, uh, at I think, at the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter, Houston was up on Kansas City 21 to nothing. 24 to nothing. 24 to nothing, right. So I go to take May to swimming, and we end up going to this trampoline place called Sky Zone, which is pretty dope. You can dump on these, like, baskets and everything. Oh, yeah? But yet I digress. Anyway, you text me, are you watching the game? Yeah. And I go, and I go, looks like Kansas City is in trouble. And then I text, and then I look at my phone because I hadn't seen the score. And, uh, and Kansas City come all the way back from 24 down, and they were up three points. In, like, six minutes. Speaking of comebacks, we got Clemson, who basically just scored a touchdown. Now they're only down 28-24. Maybe your bet doesn't look so bad. Not so bad anymore. Back in it, yeah. It was it was it was really incredible to see. Sure. Uh, they. How good did Patrick Mahomes look? I mean, well, his final numbers. He great. he looked very. He looked excellent. But after they were up twenty four nothing, the Texans, uh, the uh, the Chiefs got a long run back okay. on the kickoff return, and they scored two plays later. Gotcha. Then. The Texans got the ball and they went three and out. Look at Clemson going, going for, for going for two. Going for Down two. Down twenty-three. It's a little early to go for two, but okay. Hey, you know, hey, got, hey, it. got it, got it. Anyway, twenty-five. So uh, ten forty-nine left. So the Texans got the ball back. They went three and out, and they're on their own thirty-three, and they punt, but they fake it, and they yeah. get stopped. Yeah. And then the 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 Chiefs score two plays later. Oh wow! And then. They, was tired, who was doing? I heard Jason Kelsey had three touchdowns. Was he the one who was doing the diet, or was it just everybody? Uh, he was. He was doing. He was getting a ton of catches. He also had a couple very short touchdowns. Gotcha. But anyway, he was. He was killing it. Okay. Um. But uh, so then, so now they score two touchdowns. They kick off, and the Texans returner drops the ball. Okay. And they get the ball in the three yard line. And they score three plays, plays later. Wow. So they scored three touchdowns in like two minutes. Wow. And uh, just momentum gone. Yeah, in Kansas City, that that place has got to be rocking and going crazy. Fireworks are going off every two minutes. Yep, that must have been fun. And then it just didn't slow down in the second half. Yeah, there was just nothing. 
the Texans could do. That's the thing. Like, with that offense, once you get it going, and if Tyreek Hill's healthy and Travis Kelsey's healthy, right. and uh, and uh, the quarterback Mahomes is healthy, because at various times during the year, I think Kelsey was healthy most of the year, but Hill was hurt. Yeah, Hill was hurt for the hurt first for part of the season. Bit. And it's basically, you get all those guys together, and I believe that Kansas City had played Houston earlier in the season. Houston won. Houston won? Yeah, it was like 35-32 or something Here's like that. Here's the thing. You get a great coach like Andy Reid, and I'm a- absolutely rooting for Andy Reid to, to win his first title because yeah. he deserves it. Uh, after the long, sustained su- uh, success, like 20 years, I want to say. With no Super Bowl. Sure. With no Super Bowl. So, you know, I'm got to be maybe the best coach ever not to win a Super Bowl. Yes. So, anyway, you give a guy like that a chance to see a team twice, and, and that's where I feel like NFL coaching, college coaching comes in handy. If you give these college coaches three or four weeks going in the bowl, big advantage as to whoever the better coach is. The same thing I feel like if you give an NFL coach either a bye week or if you give that NFL coach a second time to see. Yeah. Belichick, I, I, I forget what his record is against teams that he's seen twice in a season. It's really it's ridiculous. Uh, so that's kind of... I'm looking forward to the AC Championship game, but I just... So, Tannehill, as well as he's done, he hasn't thrown for 100 yards in either of the two playoff games yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't but know. He, but he doesn't have to. Derrick Henry's running for 200 yards. I, I don't know if that's going to be the case against Kansas City because Kansas City will probably score 28 points or something. Yeah, nobody thought it was going to be the case against New England. And nobody thought it was going to yeah, be the case against Baltimore. But they didn't score that many points against those teams. Yeah, guess what? That's the whole point of Tennessee and their run game is that they don't have to t- score a ton of points because they're controlling the clock. That's the thing that's the thing if that they get if they to, fall behind and they're they got to move away from the run. Fair enough. They're done. If they get up and they can keep Kansas City off the field, then guess what? It evens the odds a whole yeah. lot more. Uh, and and that's the thing. I am rooting for Kansas City. I think Kansas City wins that game at home. Uh, their defense has played a lot better. You know what the, the line stretch. is? Seven points, right? Seven and a half. I let when I saw. Yeah. In both right. games, actually. Oh, both of them went up. Mm-hmm. Really? People are on San Francisco that much? I don't know I mean, what did it start them. at. So San Francisco played Green Bay earlier in the season, and San Francisco killed. Yeah, uh, and maybe they think that 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 they saw something, and that deep, that offensive line for Green Bay just can't block that defensive line for San Francisco. Well, San Francisco, they're they're so good at running the ball, and I don't think Green Bay, like Aaron Rodgers, I think is going to be in trouble with that defensive line of 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 San Francisco, and uh, I just don't see Green Bay being able to keep up with them. But I do think San Francisco, uh, Kansas City would be a really good Super Bowl. I'd love to see that Super so Bowl. I'm into you it. get that defensive line, I'm that into defense it. against uh, that offense, and that should that should make for fireworks. Yes. Honestly. Yes. Uh, by the way, shout out to uh, Jamie Beadle, who I talked to on the phone today, and says that he listens to the pot all the time. So his wife loves Trulies. Jamie. Just like Todd. First of all, Jamie's drinking some of the Trulies. And, you know, and you know what Todd did when I told him that? He doubled down on Truly with a yummy. He said they're yummy. They are. That's, that's how he described them now. They're tasty. Todd, uh, I, I just don't know. I think I'm going to see you in women's undergarments the next time I walk in for the pot. Jesus. That would, that would be my guess. I guarantee Jamie is drinking some of his wife's Trulies. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I guarantee you he's not. We'll find yeah. out. Maybe, maybe his one-year-old son, Jameson. Yeah, his son's name's Jameson? What's that? His son is named Jameson. I yeah. like it. Pretty dope, right? Pretty dope. Mm. Speaking of sons, Todd... I told you my proudest. My yeah, proudest, yeah, yeah. He had himself a little moment. I think I think Jules might have shed a tear at the pride of this. Go ahead. Came close. 
Uh, we're on the run playground, and this kid comes up to Winston. I've got my back turned because we're all playing this like game of soccer. I'm playing against like five kids or whatever. Okay. Uh, and they're all trying to score. So I turn my back because these kids, like, as we're playing, more kids want to play. They're like, all right, can we play? They see something going on, yeah. Right, so they like playing. So we're playing, and I'm talking to maybe some kid or a parent or whatever it may be. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see Winston getting into it and decking a kid. And I turn around, and I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Winston (laughs) immediately goes, he grabbed me, and, and the other, there was this Russian lady who we were playing with, too. Yeah. And she goes, and she goes, he grabbed him, and I go, I go, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, and go, I go, where'd you punch him? He goes, in the chest. And he go, I go, good for you. Can't, go, can't, like, can't hate on that. And the, Ooh. And, the, and the mom of the other kid comes up, and she kind of takes him away because she knew that her son, I feel bad, her son, like, um, like, may have ADD or something like that. He was just overly excited and keep running up and the whole thing. Okay. Finally, he, le- he left Winston alone, obviously. Mm-hmm. He kept running up to me and showing me this thing, kind of shoving it in my face and the whole thing. The other kid? The other kid, right. So his mom takes him away, and I let his mom take him away, and I turn to Winston, and I go, I go, listen, you did exactly the right thing. That's exactly what I've told you to do your entire life. Because that's exactly what my yeah, dad yeah, yeah. told me to do. Okay. Basically, like, if some, dude, if some guy comes up to you, some kid comes up to you, and they're on you, get him the fuck off you. So you think uh, he got it? What's that? A thousand percent, because he smiled and laughed. He loved yeah. Love it. So what did the kid do? The kid grabbed him? Like, somehow? I think the kid, yeah, like, this kid had this thing in his hand and his toy, but he grabbed him, and he was, like, being aggressive, because Winston... Likely wanted to just keep on playing. Like, if he's playing sure. and somebody tries to bother him, he's like, screw you, like, I'm going to keep playing. I'm in the middle of something. Uh, and this kid probably was super aggressive and came up to him and grabbed him because he did that. And Winston was having, straight? having none of that. Yeah. Did the, did the kid cry? What's that? The kid did. The kid started crying. Oh, look, Todd, look at you. You laughing well, at the misery of a That's the only way he's going to learn. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, a good lesson for all involved, I feel like. And by the way, the Russian mom, you gotta love Mother Russia. They're so old school. They're so old school. Because, I mean, while they are our mortal enemy, and and since Rocky, my Rocky Four days, I've hated the Red. They're a worthy adversary. They're a worthy adversary. (laughs) I mean, mean, their heart is granted. Totally. Yeah, even their women. The women women applauded applauded Winston and basically said, that's exactly what you did. As Walter Schlaubach said about the Vietnamese. That's a worthy adversary. Look at that. Look at uh, that. And Look then, that big Lebowski reference? Yeah, and then went on to say some um, not so great things about uh, Saddam Hussein. Todd, this couch might have, not known. Might have called him a camel fucker. What? Yeah. But, he was, though. Wasn't he? Uh, I think that's a known fact. You think you actually fucked camels? For sure. I don't remember that part, but it's possible. Rest in peace, Saddam. Yeah. You'll be missed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway. Um, well, see, so we have a... Oh, DP, man. Yeah, I don't even know anything about this. Dan Patrick is getting uh, the boot. So for me, like the the inspiration for this pod in my head mm-hmm. is part of the interruption, uh, the inside the NBA, mm-hmm. and the Dan Patrick show because they're all kind of unscripted. They're all kind of like let you behind the scenes a little bit and let you in on the joke and the whole thing. Okay. Same thing, right? So Dan Patrick. Those last- shows are a little more structured than ours, but okay. Well, I mean, I think they, they actually make money. They do. That's another difference. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. They're profitable. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, another, another difference. All right. Uh, so, so anyway, Dan Patrick. So last year, NBC Sports drops him uh, from TV. And I'm listening last week, and he basically goes, all you guys are asking me questions. The show will still be going on. The show's not going anywhere. 
I'll be doing this for a long, long time. And then he goes, but we won't be on the audience network anymore. Uh, we're looking for a new TV partner. We're going to try to find a new TV partner in the whole thing. And I feel like... When did he say that? Last week. Oh, and last I think week. It's okay. basically at the end of the Super Bowl, at the end of February, then they're not going to be on the audience network anymore and they're not going to be on TV. And Interesting. They're coming back. But here's the thing. Uh, so I love Dan Patrick. The thing that I just said about not doing hot takes, giving reasonable analysis. I know you do, yeah. Sports Center. Uh, a lot of people don't remember a world without Sports Center. Uh-huh. Uh, we're old enough to remember when Sports Center was like a baby. Oh, Patrick yeah. was OG. And, and Dan Patrick changed the way that people watch sports yeah. and, and consume sports media. So, but he's definitely slipping. Like, all the show talks about right now, when I listen to it, is the show and these inside jokes and how they make each other laugh. They're not even really talking about sports anymore. Yeah. And they're not really interviewing guys anymore. And I think part of it is, like, they, they would try to pump themselves up by like belittling some of the athletes, like Kyler Murray went on there. He was a kid getting ready for the draft, and he froze. Like, yeah, but he froze exceptionally. Fair enough. Yeah. But they killed him for like six months. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, kept piling on and piling on and piling on. And guess what? Other athletes may hear that and say, "I don't want to do that." Like, what if I fuck up? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Um, like, and I just think it's it's not it's not the show that it was. And I feel like he's. Maybe slipping a little bit. It'll be interesting. Uh, first of all, everybody ends up slipping. You know what I mean? And he's got to be 70 top, or something. Undefeated. undefeated. Yeah. Um, it's amazing that he stayed good for so long. And I think he's a uh, he's a welcome welcome change of pace to to oh, to the yelling. You know what I mean? Everything. But. Uh, and I'll tell you where he's almost at his best is putting things in perspective, sure, like in terms of the story itself. Well, and here's the other thing that he's incredible at is predicting like outcomes. Like he's seen so much and he gets a feel for it. And basically, uh, he predicts Super Bowls like crazy, uh, and the participants at the beginning of the season and like the outcomes of games. He's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. I hope he finds a place. It'd be a shame if he just ends up online. Well, he'll be on the radio. Yeah, I understand. Uh, and he's, on, and he's on lots of stations. And he's on during the daytime drive. And he's, and he's definitely very, very popular. Uh, he's on Fox he's News. I don't know why he's not on Fox Sports in the morning. Because Coward is. Right. Like, you're talking about, like, TV. In terms yeah, of like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I don't I, even know who's on before Coward. But it must be that his numbers just aren't there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously, if his numbers were there, they would. I wonder what Audience Network's going to do. Because they have, they have what's-his-face following him. Eisen. Eisen. So yeah. it wouldn't seem like they're going to... Maybe they move Eisen up. I don't know. I haven't listened to the Rich Eisen show in a long time. Neither have I. It's just on too late. It's not, and it's not on radio, is it? I don't know he if it's on radio. I, I, well, he probably is on digitally somewhere. Uh, I really don't know. The only time I see him is if I'm at home and yeah. I've just got the TV on that channel. Uh, speaking of uh, media, did you hear about Tony Romo? Yeah, ESPN's yeah. trying to make him a crazy offer. Well, he and you should say he's a broadcasting free agent, uh, coming off his I guess you call it his rookie deal for broadcasters, right? right. Uh, for right CBS retirement. I think he was making four million. I don't know in this four million annually uh, in this deal, and I think he's going to make like thirteen. Well, they're offering between like ten and fifteen or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. But he's unlikely to take it. Oh, really? You think that he's going to stay with CBS? Uh, from what I read, people think that that's oh, the case. Oh, that ball getting popped up. First of all, 
uh, CBS has a better package, NFL gotcha. package, so he'd be doing better games. Okay. Uh, also, he works with, who does he work with? Uh, Jim Nance. Jim Nance. Yeah. Who's a much better option than like Tessator sure. or something. Or Booger. Or Booger. A big Boog. Right. So uh, uh, most people thought he's just in a better situation at CBS, and they'll sure. offer him whatever. They're, you know what I mean? I'm sure they're not going to get outbid by much, whatever it is. Yeah, well, and they have the right to match any offer, I believe, as well. Is that how it works? Media, too? Something that's his contract? Yeah, I think maybe in some, in okay. some senses. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I've read. Yeah. It's interesting. I, 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 one of the things we talked about was, uh, or you put on your list, is uh, what Cody Bellinger is going to get sure. next year. And Aaron Judge. And Aaron Judge. And, yeah. and I was kind of reading a little backstory about the arbitration eligibility because I wasn't quite sure how it works. Sure. But it's basically, if you have three years of service, right. uh, you can go to arbitration and make more money. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, that way. But, um, but, but, so the arbitrator, I don't understand how the arbitrator arrives at this figure because their value on the open market, say they were free agents, is much higher than $11 million a year. Or judges making, well, Bellinger for $11.5 million, in ju- which was a rookie, which was a record for a first-time arbitration-eligible player. Right. And judge for $8.5 million. Yeah. So right. you're saying why is Bellinger getting more? No. What I'm saying is... Why aren't they getting more? Both of them getting quite a bit more because their the, their value on the open market is so much higher. Like talk about being underpaid. Like if Mike Trout is making yeah. thirty five million dollars a year, if uh, I don't know how it works, right? Because I wonder if they don't take into account guys who are getting their next big contract. I, I, it's a good question. I really don't know because it's like they might go. Well, yes, uh, 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 what's his name for the Trout is going to get whatever he's going to get in right. Harper and, 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 and everybody, but those are their second big contracts. Sure. Made, I don't know. You know what I mean? Sure. It, they, they, it's, it's certainly... Well, and both of those guys do have the option, and the team has the option of signing them, because we've seen that before, too, where guys sign before their arbitration eligibility... Well, that's what happened over. here. No, 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 oh, you no. mean a longer contract? A longer contract, yeah, yeah because I yeah. think Trout did that, and he signed like a ten-year, hundred million dollar deal or something, something like that, a hundred and fifty million dollar deal, and he was making fifteen million dollars a year rather than making eleven point five or whatever. It yeah, may it's a, it's a, it's a formula thing though, because they know about what the guy's going to get offered. I had heard that that he was expected to get eleven point six in arbitration, okay. and the Dodgers offered him eleven five, and he just took it or something like sure. that. So they they must be somewhat familiar with whatever the equation is. Well, I wonder whether baseball players are going to lobby to be free. Like, is are they just totally fine with with the payment structure, or whether they would ever lobby to be free agents earlier? I I think this whole six year bullshit is insane. To, I to, if to, everybody to, caught that for that was serious. That's all right. Um, I, I think it's ridiculous how long they have to go before they hit their first contract. Yeah, sure. And the arbitration obviously softens the blow a bit. Sure. But it's still not a long contract, obviously. I, I would think that that's going to that's gonna end. Although, well, if, if I, See, here's, here's what I analogize to is the NFL running back. And if I'm, in a, if I'm an NFL running back, and obviously that's a small segment of the NFL population, right. but I'm advocating like hell in the next collective bargaining agreement for shorter contracts. Yes. Like, I want a two-year deal and let me hit the market. Because, uh, because right now, because their shelf, their shelf life is like five years. Especially when if you're really good, they can get tagged. Like right. the Bears did to Matt Forte twice. Right. And, uh, 
You know, but one of the problems is, uh, I remember hearing, um, who was the running back for the Vikings that went to Ohio State? Uh, Robert, wow, Robert, Joe Burr is making nice Robert Smith was talking about this. And he says, you know, it's a problem and it's sort of a tough one to fix. Right. Is a lot of the guys that are in the union or the union heads, the union sure. representatives, are veterans. Yeah. They're less concerned with the rookie contracts, frankly. You know what I mean? So if they were to ask for, um, let's just say baseball, for example, long pass by Burrow, a little too long. Oh, the guy tackled That him. should well, be... Un- unfortunately, it was uncatchable. Probably, yeah. This guy, Chase, is supposed to be the number one wide receiver next year. He's a true oh, sophomore. Right? They yeah. got this guy, Jackson, who's supposed to go in the first round this year. Man, they're good. Yeah, they are. Uh, so is Clemson. Clemson. Clemson has a uh, wide receiver, T. Higgins. T. Higgins, that's, uh, yeah. Somebody's like number five guy or and tra- something. Yeah, Travis Etienne is probably going you know, to in the first couple of rounds. He's too. the highest-rated running back, I think. Is he really? I believe so. I think there's a guy who's rated a little bit higher is than Is there? Him. Yeah, and I can't believe I'm slipping on his name. Uh, it's the guy out of Georgia. Oh, um, uh, oh, Jesus. I'm DeAndre Fist. Swift. Swift. DeAndre Swift, yeah. Uh, anyway, getting back to it, when you've got the veterans in charge of you know the thing, in charge of the negotiation, when you when you off when you throw something out there. Oh, like, as a matter of fact, speaking of sorry to interrupt, that was Higgins. To say at the end, he's running back into the tunnel and off the. Uh, Is that off the ATN? Field. Yeah, I'm almost certain he's number five, and that would be a huge... No, that's Higgins. That's oh, wow. T. Higgins. Higgins. That's their okay. number one wide receiver. That's wide receiver. Either way, a huge blow to five. I think he might be the number one wide receiver in the in the draft. You know what? I just did something that I hate. What'd you do? Well, it's like when, when color commentators are calling a game and they mess up, and then they try to cover up and they go, either way, it's a big blow. Oh. You know what I mean? And then you just admit you fucked up. Well, I but in, th- in this case, I'll give it to you because th- that guy's equally as good as ETN. Fair enough. In this case, I'll give it to you. Um, you got it. You got it. Charity. That's what I'm here for. Um, anyway, we'll wrap it up with the with the negotiation negotiation thing. But the veterans are unlikely to 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 demand something like that because of what they'll have to concede in in return. Sure. And they're just not into that. Yeah. No, you know it, what I mean? Like no, when it's all the rookies, it's like that. That's a huge piece to put in it's basically what what the owners may say is okay you want this then it, and i'm analogizing the football rather than baseball okay then we're going to have that 18 game season then right we're have, right then, then we need this extra revenue it needs to come from somewhere because it's either coming out of you veterans pocket or we're going to expand the pool oh a nice screen pass to lsu still going still going still going down to the like 16 17 and and uh and then when the veterans look at that and they go, well, hell, if I'm going to have to concede the 18-game season, I'd rather my chip be of, you know, longer contracts or more guaranteed money or whatever. For sure. As opposed to something for rookies who, frankly, aren't in the room. Well, for, and, and for me, uh, I wonder, and I've said this a lot of times too, and you don't think it's going to happen. Wow. Good hit right there. But LSU advancing to an eight-yard line. They're up 28-25 yeah. with about 5.53 left. But the thing that I've talked about a lot in terms of the future of free agency, at least for football, mm-hmm. uh, and the, full, the future of contracts, I should say, is guaranteed, fully guaranteed contracts. Yeah. I think it's itching, inching closer and closer to that, and it's the only major sport that doesn't do it. I can't see it happening. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, the rosters, no, the rosters are too big and the sport's too violent. And, and by the way, that would just be a massive chip. They've kind they of... to buy them out, though. But they've worked their way around that with guaranteed and by money. The way, there's insurance, too. And signing contracts and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that that's how football works is basically... But I think Julio Jones basically got his entire contract here. Or no, I think his entire... 
He got like 90 million. So yeah, I think he got nearly his entire contract guaranteed. I know Kirk Cousins did the same thing. I want to say Rodgers, who was like 99% of his contract. Was I don't know how it works, but certainly some players have more leverage than others. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Uh, I just feel like we're going that way. Yeah, that'll be a long time until we get there. But uh, we're 35 minutes. I say we stop this and we watch some of the game. I'm Come back on later. You're okay with that? With that? All right, we're going we're gonna to stop it.